Today's podcast is presented to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you're going to get when you include an ad from Podgo. I recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And also, if you... Uh, do go and sign up then you know make sure you tell them you heard about it through us in the uh application thanks Welcome to All Cats Are Gray in the Dark. I'm your host, April Simmons. This podcast contains true cases of graphic violent crimes and other stories of a dark nature. Please be advised that due to the subject matter and violent, sometimes sexual content and obscene language, this podcast is not for children or the faint of heart. Hello! And here again. Wait, here come again. In. Yeah. I'm here again with my sister to do another episode about cults. I tried to get some slightly less disturbing ones this time. Good. I can't handle any more. <laughs> oh, but there's still plenty more. Like we still we still haven't even hit like the Manson family or anything yet. Oh, so yeah. Yay. I know, right? That's exciting. <laughs> Um, let's see, where do we start here? Okay, we're going to start with the happy science cult. It just it sounds just happy. It. Yeah, I know it sounds happy. Um, yeah. yay. But really, it just seems like another one of those self-help guru type things, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It is formerly known as the Institute for Research in Human Happiness. Well, that just kind of doesn't sound quite as happy as happy science, but it's a controversial religious and spiritual movement founded in Japan on October 6th, 1986 by Ryuho Okawa, and it's been characterized as a cult. The Happy Science Group includes a publication division called IRH press educational establishments such as happy science academy and happy science university a political party called the happiness realization party and three media entertainment divisions which are called new star production ari production and hs picture studio it seems like they're just a little bit too wide stretched there i mean that's that's a little bit too much influence for my taste you know what i mean it starts getting scarier the more people and more companies and you know you're you're stretching yourself out into politics and religion and education and it's like hmm? too far yeah yeah it's too far although i will say that just it being called happy science and and everything it just makes me think of aperture science and like imagining glados as the leader so that's cheering <laughs> me up at least yeah um, 1985, he published his first book, Nichiren Shonen no, I, I'm not even reading that, 
four collections of spiritual messages from Kukai, Jesus Christ, Amaterasu, and Socrates. Uh, okay. So he's just pulling from all over the place, isn't he? Yeah. In June 1986, various high spirits advised him to retire from the company, and he made up his mind to devote his life to God's truth. In the same year, October, he established co the Kofuku no Kiaku to help pull. I think that's actually just the words for, yeah, that's happy science. It means yeah. happy science. So from here on out, I'll just say happy science if it says those words. Yeah. Um, to help fulfill his divine mission to secure salvation for all mankind. In 1987, the first theoretical book, The Laws of the Sun, was published, a trilogy which represents their core teachings. In August, the second book of the trilogy, The Golden Laws, was published. And in October, The Eternal Laws, the final book of the trilogy, was published on Happy Science's perspective of space. Over 100 million books have been sold worldwide. They wrote in 2010 that he had published 52 books, setting the Guinness Book of World Records for most books written in one year by an individual. He published 52 books in 2010. Whoa. Jesus. I'm a writer. Like, it took me, like, years to complete my fucking one book, okay? Like, <laughs> like because, honestly, I was, mostly because it was just, I was just too judgmental on myself. I actually wrote most of the book in a month. Yeah. But I was too hard of an editor on myself. And I'm, I still am. But um, in Japan, mm -hmm. Master Okawa's new books have landed on the best-selling list for 21 consecutive years. Happy Science is growing with 12 million members in more than 90, 90 countries. That's scary. That's a lot this, is one, this is one that's still in existence. So that's... I think, but like, actually, both of the ones we're talking about today have bo are both still out there. Hmm. Um, so that's kind of different from most of the other, because most of the other ones we've discussed in other episodes were not ongoing, or they were. If they were ongoing, they've changed things to where they're legal, and yeah. you know, like, and not they're they're trying to just steer away from the bad publicity and shit. So. This, these, the two that we're discussing today are still ongoing. Um, he, his teachings of love and enlightenment are bringing the world together, and people of all backgrounds and faiths are studying together in joy, in harmony, and with deep found respect for each other. Bullshit, I'm not buying that. But anyway, <laughs> his latest book, The Nine Dimensions Unveiling the Laws of Eternity. Uh, their income is generated through its publishing, membership, lectures, and seminar fees, of Those course. fucking seminars, man. Yeah, along with donations. The group's considerably wealthy. In fiscal 1991, Okawa was one of Japan's top 100 taxpayers with a tax payment of over 243 million yen, roughly 2.3 million U.S. dollars now. Jeebus. Yeah. So his just his tax payment was two two point three million in nineteen ninety one. The founder Ryuho Okawa is considered a living Buddha of the twenty first century and a world teacher of true happiness. They claim Master Okawa teaches the truth and the principles that bring people true happiness in the traditioner tradition of Buddha, Jesus Christ, Confucius, and Moses. His teaches teachings incorporate all truths discovered by enlightened humans that have become shining beacons of light throughout human history 
It is offered as a universal religion open to people of all religious backgrounds. Happy Science is a global religion that teaches the global and universal truth of El Cantar, which is what he calls himself. Mm. Um, I don't even I don't know what that means, but. The aim is to teach the truth about life, the world, ourselves. The mission is to create harmony and prosperity for all people. In other words, they have all the answers. If you think as a human that you have all the answers, you're wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just don't see that's Humans are flawed. Like, all humans. Myself. Yourself. Like, everybody's flawed in some way. Like, I just know. I just googled El Cantar, and it's actually, they have a strong faith in the god of earth, El Cantar. So they consider the god of earth. So it's kind of like we have our own god. Yeah. Oh, it says um, in the Old Testament, El Cantar is known as Elohim. And he also represents the ancient legend of the tree of life. So, but you know what website? So, so is he saying? Is he saying he's a tree? I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> it says the word El means light and Cantar means land or earth. Um, so El Cantar means the beautiful land of light, earth. I don't know, but but the first thing that showed up was HappyScience.org, and I'm on their website right now. So I'm a little bit afraid. That they're going to track yeah. cookies or yeah, something. Yeah, they're coming for you. <laughs> um, Vice.com, I found an article where they had a writer infiltrate the Parisian branch of the religion. Now, this is where it gets real interesting. <laughs> oh, God. He, go, he goes to basically sign up for this religion, which that should be a telltale sign right there. Um <laughs> He was shown an orientation video with a few others, and it was basically some of the Okawa's lectures. In the video, Okawa was talking us through the various breeds of aliens that we might expect to meet. Yeah. Besides our introduction to your standard set of extraterrestrials, a load of reptilians and a plethora of very similar aliens that all look suspiciously like the guys you see smoking bongs on those glow-in-the-dark posters. <laughs> That we also learned that because there are Wookiees in Star Wars and Navi in Avatar, George Lucas and J James Cameron have both definitely come into contact with those creatures from outer space. Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. makes makes sense. Makes sense if you're a fucking lunatic, I guess. But yep. Yep. but of course, so I guess basically what he's trying to say is that he's encountered some of these aliens that are like Wookiees and Navi. So he's he's stating for everyone else that obviously George Lucas and James Cameron have come in contact with these creatures since they knew what they looked like. Yeah, so instead of us having imaginations, our imagination comes from somewhere. So it's obviously deep-seated um, memories of alien abduction. I mean, hey, it's not entirely impossible. <laughs> Honestly, I believe in aliens probably more than most any other things. But yeah, just being like, look at them Wookiees. It's, it's, it makes sense. Uh, but just, yeah, it's a little silly. <laughs> it's silly, but I'm also like, I would rather there be Wookiees than gray aliens. I don't 
Yeah, no. Well, yeah, uh, Wookiees sure gray aliens. Mm-mm. No, thanks. Or Navi. I would rather have Wookiees and Navi running around than fucking gray aliens. Okay, because yeah. yeah. Well, Wookiees. <laughs> I mean, that's Sasquatch. You know, Wookiees are Sasquatch, and Navi are the gray aliens, except they're blue. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. Ju- you know, I've I've mentioned several times on the show how Justin likes to scare the shit out of me a lot. Yeah. And- yeah. One of the things he really likes doing is just like me getting comfy in bed. And if there's like a light that comes on or like a car that passes and he's just like gray aliens. And I'm like, God damn it. Now I can't sleep. <laughs> you know, just this all he has to say is aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the idea that, of the possibilities creeps me out a lot. Yeah. Because I have seen UFOs and I can't explain them. And it's like. I don't know. There's just something like, I guess it's creepy in general if you have the feeling that something's out there watching you in general. Like, that's just, that's something that just really creeps out everybody in your daily life. If you feel like something's watching you, that's a creepy feeling. And it's like, if there are aliens, they're probably watching us (laughs) all the time. And that's, or they could watch us rather. They have the technology. Hmm. Um, and so that I guess within itself is just a really creepy thought that aliens could be watching us any time pretty much yeah and that's 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 what I don't like about it (laughs) among other things I mean they're just creepy looking anyway and nobody wants to get probed unless you do that's your if you're into that sort of thing but (laughs) um, and if you haven't check out the SNL skit with like um, Ryan Gosling and oh man, what's the the blonde lady that I love that's on SNL right now from Ghostbusters? Oh, crap, yeah, I know. Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Yes, there's, I love a, her. there's a skit where they're abducted and they're being like interviewed by the government. It's hilarious. I love her so much. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I love her. And I, despite everybody else who's like, Ghostbusters shouldn't be women. And um, to that, I say, screw you, because I wanted to be a Ghostbuster when I grew up. And that movie gave me so much joy. So if you don't enjoy it, whatever. But I enjoyed it because I it made me live my childhood again. Yeah. You know? I think Kate McKinnick definitely made it better. Yeah. But anyway, I guess I need to go on with the show. Yeah. As the tape went on, I learned that Okawa was able to communicate with the spirit world, because of course he can, and uh, inhabitants of other planets. And all, Oh, and that he's also the reincarnation of Buddha, Jesus, and well-known religious leader Yoda. Uh, what? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I read that before when I was typing this up. <laughs> I don't remember that. I'm like, wait, wait, what? Yoda? Yeah. Oh, oh. He also knows the true name of that big guy that Christians call God, Muslims call Allah, and Jews call Yahweh, and it's El Conter. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, and I was just reading on the website too that basically El Conter is the reincarnation of all of these things. So El Conter is Jesus. Is is you know what everybody calls everything, and the last reincarnation was Buddha prior to him but he is the reincarnation so he does think he's elkin tear and elkin tear is all of these people 
And El Cantar actually means the singer in Spanish. Why did a Japanese dude decide to use Spanish for this shit? Like, I don't understand. I'm so confused. I don't know. But the writer said, I like the idea that a small guitar playing man in a sombrero might be the creator of all we know. <laughs> that is kind of happy thought, that though. <laughs> think of like Coco or something instead. Yeah. Oh, good Jesus, don't bring up Coco. I saw that at the theater and I cried the whole way home. Yeah. I cannot. I cannot. And it's, it's like that. What is it with Pixar? Like, I, Pixar yeah. cannot make a movie that does not make me cry. It's just what they're going for, man. <sighs> It's it's almost evil. <laughs> I still like, and my husband loves to tease me about how sensitive I am about this kind of stuff. And he can just like out of the blue, he will just bring up the grandmother from Coco, <laughs> or or Bing Bong from Inside Out. Yeah, and I'm just like, no, don't talk about Bing Bong. Those first few minutes of Up. Oh God, yeah. No, I refuse to watch Up ever again. I will not because of that yeah. or or maybe just fast forward those first few minutes yeah. or something but i can't i can't do it and but he'll bring that stuff up to me just randomly he'll just be like bing, bing bong. bong and i'm like <laughs> no! i'm like stop it i feel the pain every time he says that i like he doesn't understand he just thinks it's hilarious yeah just like mm. well that's just like people like to say that's my boy that's my son to me and i start crying and my eyes are watering now and i can't even say it <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah fucking cedric diggory that yeah. guy deserved an oscar for saying that shit it was so good yeah but then that just made me think of i love my dead gay son <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> from feathers man I, have you made nancy watch that movie yet i think she's watched it without me um but i need to watch it with her we're working on we, kill we need bill to just right get, now oh you're working on kill bill that's a great yeah, series we watched part one last night with alex when he was here so man i love those movies anyway we got way out of hand again on yeah left field they hand out diagrams to explain the nine dimensions and i'll i highly recommend y'all look up this the diagram <laughs> because it is like um this like cartoony image of what they're uh, i don't know <laughs> anyway it's like it's ridiculous okay just look just looking at it is ridiculous like i'm just like what i'm like somebody had to do some drugs to make this freaking diagram okay like um and this says is that heaven is a tiered manga cloud yes you heard that right manga m-a-n-g-a split over nine dimensions and filled with talking trees cows and a witch the ninth dimension of happy science heaven is like a who's who of history's vips jesus moses confucius buddha plato they're all popping bottles up in the high, ro high roller suite weirdly muhammad is stuck somewhere around the eighth dimension i felt kind of bad for the guy all those totally coherent views made me realize why happy science ventured into politics although it did shock me to learn that they've never won a single election <laughs> yeah <laughs> So that, that's all I pretty much put about them. There's really not, I, without delving into their own material about it, there's not a whole lot out there about them. And I didn't want to delve into their material, honestly, because I'm a sane human being for yeah. the most part. Um, you know, yeah, just 
as far as cults go, I'm probably the most okayest with this one. And I, I just, I looked up a picture of the guy too. And when he was younger, I'm like, oh, he's, he's Asian. So he looks pretty cute. I probably follow him. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, I, it, it seems like at least in this situation, or at least the, what we know of this guy, he's not doing anything nefarious yet. But you mean, like, it's been 20-something fucking years. You'd think there'd be something out there about him other than just preaching some weird, whacked-out shit, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. so I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm pretty okay with happy science. I mean, it definitely is the happiest of all the it's, things. It's really well out there. But yes, it's definitely, like, the most cheerful out of all the cults we've delved into. Because yeah. it really um, is, it, it, like, because just based on this description, I wouldn't exactly ex- describe them as a cult. They really are more like a religion. But, I mean, that's a fine line, obviously. Um, but I think mostly because they've spread into so many other forms of media and things like that, that's probably why. Yeah. And just the weird beliefs in general. Um, they seem harmless, but I can't comment on that because I'm not in it. Yeah. Like, I don't. There could be something more insidious going on behind the scenes that maybe we'll be doing another episode about in the future. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like comes out that they're, you know, feeding children meth and I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Because I mean, <laughs> this is what I I wish like if there really were going to be another religion and it wasn't really just a cult like I I just you know this would this would be it so like I'm pro happy science as a parent as opposed to all these others for now for For now for now with what information we have sure go on about your business and believe your Buddha and believe in Wookiees (laughs) you know Um, I support the the Wookiee lives Wookiee lives matter (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I just love the the name of this Vice article though. Happy Science is the laziest cult ever. <laughs> like that's amazing. I mean, that really does describe them pretty well. It's like we're a cult, but you know what? You guys just do whatever. We just, you know, I just want to be famous with lots of followers. That's all. So like, just- the guy himself obviously isn't lazy. Writing fifty two books in a year. Yeah. But I, it just makes you wonder, like, is he just spitting out the same shit and just saying it different? I mean, like, yeah. Could you imagine trying to read every single thing he's written? Like, oh, no, no. And there probably is people that have, but I can't, I can't deal with that. <laughs> All right, you want to read about the next one? I don't know. I was pretty pumped about the happy science one. Like, I'm afraid this one's worse. Oh, this one's definitely worse. Man. But. Sorry. But it still doesn't beat the Ant Hill kids. So yeah. it's right. it's probably not even a tenth as bad <laughs> as the oh, Ant hey, Hill kids. I can take that percentage. All right. Yeah. Um, the Congregation <laughs> for the Light, or just the Light, has been around since the 1960s. However, its teachings were originated in 19th century England. A married couple known as the Wyatts awoke from a shared dream and wrote down what they could remember. These writings became the Light's ideology. Fast forward to the 21st century and the mysterious society now has around 200 members in New York and an unknown number in Washington, D.C. and Atlanta. Oh, shit, that's close. Um, 
Every Thursday evening, without exception, the members gather at their leader's building to hear him preach. The building is located in a Manhattan neighborhood, 160 East 35th Street, Murray Hill. Tom Bayer, the current leader, stands in the middle of the room and preaches, reading from pieces of paper that have been passed down to him. There are no religious texts, and under no circumstance are members allowed to take notes. The, fir- the light's first leader during the 60s and 70s was Morris Kate. He believed that after Doomsday took place, members would be reincarnated on a planet called Nay, be genderless, and have no stomachs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, mm. Well, I thought the other was silly, but... Surprise! <laughs> it can get weirder. <laughs> uh, past Southern Baptist Joseph Denton, the ensuing leader, apparently had something against TVs and internet as he tried to ban both. Bayer, a man in his late 70s, became the leader after Denton's death in 2001 and lives on the upper floor of the building. He believes he was once an Apache and does not think of the group as a cult, but rather a religion, despite ex-members highlighting its cult-like characteristics. The Light's members believe that they descended from a master Aryan race. All right. Mm, Well, on Atlantis. All right. Gets worse. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) dear. And in a previous life, we all lived on the moon, not on Nay. And they still had stomachs. Um, and genders. Uh, karma plays a big role. For example, suffering from an illness is considered to be the result of something bad the person did in a prior life. Most women sure, are not. I, was, I must have been really awful in a prior life. Same. I'm sick like all same. the damn time. Most women are not allowed to attend higher education. Boo. And those who do must do so in the New York area as to not miss the weekly meeting. The only time of year when members are allowed to vacation is in August. It's a good time. Well, lucky them. They're, they're on vacation right now. <laughs> yeah. Mir- oh, God. Then maybe they're taking time to listen to podcasts. Um, marriage <laughs> is mostly between members, although a member is allowed to marry an outsider if they convert. It is very common for young women to have arranged marriages with older members of the congregation. Yeah, there's, there's where it gets gross. There's where it gets gross. <laughs> Many of the male adherents also take part in weapons training in order to prepare for doomsday. <sighs> Yeah. Non-members of the light, referred to as no-nots, okay, I kind of like that, are perceived as hazardous. Members are instructed to have minimal to no contact with no-nots. Children who are not indoctrinated until their teens are also told to stay away from non-member children. Noteworthy children are not considered to be entirely human until the age of 13. My kid's a human now! Um... If a child dies, do they, have a, do they have a human party in place? Yeah. Party, yeah, instead of a quinceanera, they have a thirteenth human day party. Yeah. Um, if a child dies before such age, it is believed to be because they committed suicide in a past life. Hmm. As for belongings, members must not own any decorations that do not contain either of these symbols: an X to symbolize their greeting sign, or an owl. To watch over their members. I mean, that's that's, interesting. Yeah, I know. I was like, really? No decoration that does not contain those? Like, I don't... Wow. That's really effing crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Arthur Miller, a former member who was born and raised in the cult, has been outspoken about the consequences of belonging to a cult. Tom Bayer, for whom Miller worked for at his furniture company... Oh, shit. Um, Whoa... I'm going to have to Google this. 
<laughs> since I'm a furniture person. Um, so Tom Bayer, for whom Miller worked for at his furniture company, tried to cure Miller's homosexuality, stating it was a hangover from the Roman Empire. <laughs> Miller eventually gained the courage to leave the light when he caught members spying on him, but the scars will be lifelong. <laughs> Jesus. Hangover from the Roman Empire. Is that what you call, like, some reincarnation issues? Like, it's just a hangover from my past life. Um, yeah. He also emphasizes the harm the cult has on children who often suffer from severe physical abuse on account that Bayer enforces corporal punishment. All right, all right. Now, um, donations fund 10% of the tax-exempt religion, while the other 90% comes from the estates of members when they die. So they require you to, do they require you to leave the money to the church? Because that's fucked up. Yeah. It's like, fuck my kids, leave the money to the church. No, no. Yeah. Sorry. <sighs> Tom Bayer believes the light is the foundation of all religions, but according to him, mankind put the light aside in favor of creating corrupt religions, which benefit the leaders. Although I can see that though. Yeah. Cause there are some corrupt religions and leaders out yeah. there. And yeah. Homosexuality is banned. Corporal punishment encouraged and members atone for bad karma and past lives. Young women denied a higher education are often married to elder men. Uh, we already know that. Um, one woman was brought in by her fiance, but eventually the church intervened and stopped their engagement more than likely because she has too many questions. Yeah, there was, I, I just shortened that. There was a whole article about that and I just kind of par just shortened it for time basically. Yeah. But yeah, she had went to church and was trying to convert, but she was like, why can't we see any writings like it? And you know, I guess she only saw a small glimpse into what their teachings were and she tried to ask. And yeah. of course, you know, they don't, you, you can't talk about fight club, you know, like, yeah. And basically they, after church one day, and this is just, you got to think how mortified you would be. You're at a new church with your new fiance. They passed out pieces of paper to everybody, but her. Mm -hmm. and then had the intervention which I guess is what the paper was about telling everybody else to come to her intervention um, and basically just said no you're not getting married to each other like yeah. he's going to stop seeing you and you're not coming back to the church pretty much like yeah. yeah so they literally broke up their engagement because she asked too much Fun. to me how bullshit is your religion if you can't answer some questions? And I say this to anybody because when I was young, I was the bitter annoyance in my Bible school classes because if they said something that I felt went against something else that had been said or yeah. whatever, I would be the first to little brat to raise my hand in fucking Bible school and say, but what about this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and yeah, I was a little shit, but I just wanted to, I legitimately, I still believed in it, but I wanted to know the answers to those questions. Why does the Bible contradict itself so much? You know, like yeah. I wanted to know the answers to those questions yeah. and nobody could fucking answer them. Let me just tell you all the way up through, cause you know, we had different teachers in Bible school throughout cause it was grouped by age as most people probably know if you do, if you've been to church. 
So different teachers throughout time, different preachers. I asked those questions. Nobody ever gave me a satisfactory answer on any of that shit. No. Yeah. Um, so if you have a church and you can't answer questions to me, that's, that means you're bullshit. (laughs) You know, like if you don't even know what you believe enough to answer what you believe, (laughs) like, then how are you, how are you not questioning your own faith? I guess that's my main, um, yeah, that's, yeah, just, just, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm glad these were uh, slightly happier. Um, slightly. Still, well, like I said, happy science really just kind of shocked me. I was expecting something devious going on there, but, um, but yeah, the light sounds like it's growing to be something real, real bad, I think. I think that one could be something we definitely talk about again later, but with happy, happy science being as old as it is and there's still not really doing anything wrong. Yeah. Or might I just have to keep watching that one or both of these. I don't know. I don't want to ever, I don't want to ever read about Aunt Hill kids again. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. I'll definitely keep an eye on these, these yeah. guys, especially if like, I want to go to Nay and be genderless and have no stomach, but do I get to still eat? Like, does it just kind of go <laughs> up and out though? Like, that's what I need to know. Like, well, it's like a manga. So maybe we at least get to, eat like happy colorful foods or something because it's all anime shit yeah <laughs> we're yeah. going to eat like different colored ice cream in heaven i don't know whatever sounds that just cool. sounds happy yeah and uh the honorable mention this time because there's a whole bunch of stuff that is classified as a cult and i add on the honorable mention for stuff that i just don't oh my husband brought me pickles anyway Ooh. heaven has pickles this is I'm starting a cult. That's that's what we're basing this on. Heaven has pickles. Yeah, that's what the cult's called. Heaven has pickles. <laughs> yes. Heaven has pickles. Um that's probably going to be the name of the episode now cuz we I always try to do that. But anyway. Um The honorable mention this week is Scientology. And like I was saying, the honorable mention is for for cults that I really don't want to spend my time on because they've been overdone, over talked about, and I don't feel like they're worth my time. Yeah. You know, like which I know we talked about doing Manson Family, but there's not one of them to me. The Manson Family's never been that interesting. I don't know why. Yeah, but it's just not. It's not one of the ones that appeals to me on any level. Yeah, which I know it's fucked up to be just saying that at all. Like I shouldn't be you know liking any of it really but you know you know what right. i'm saying like yeah. it just doesn't interest me as much as i always like. felt like just for what i do know about the manson family they just seemed like a bunch of druggy hippies that did some fucked up shit like it felt less yeah. like a normal cult to me and a bunch of douchebags <laughs> you know like uh you know cuz i I think Manson had a lot of influence, but I think inherently the people that were in his group were shitty people. Um, that That's probably not true of all of them, obviously. There's going to be the scragglers that weren't necessarily bad people, but a lot of things I've read about or just tidbits I do know, I think that they, a lot of them were kind of 
already bad on their own and just needed someone to push them a little bit further. Um, Because Manson didn't commit the things himself um, that he's in prison for uh, directly. Um, And I think that's why I've always just kind of been like, eh, Manson, what a weirdo. You know, like, um, I'm kind of there with you. I've never been super intrigued. Um, Not that the murders that were committed weren't horrendous or anything either with Sharon Tate and everything, but uh, yeah, no, that's my thought. That's my my two cents or my like 50 cents on it. (laughs) Plus, I feel there's I feel there's more to the story there. I've always felt that that story was missing something. No, like there's something that we don't know there. And I've read pretty much all there is to read. I've seen movies, documentaries, and I feel like there's something missing there. There's something we don't have a piece of the puzzle. And until that happens, I just don't have any interest in it. Yeah. But anyway, Scientology is one that I'm I'm just going to tell you all a brief explanation. They maintain a wide variety of beliefs and practices. The core belief, though, is that a human is, is an immortal spiritual being called a thetan that is resident in a physical body. The Thetan has had innumerable past lives, some of which preceding the Thetan's arrival on Earth were where they lived in extraterrestrial cultures. Based on case studies at advanced levels, it is predicted that any Scientologist undergoing auditing will eventually come across and recount a common series of events. Um, I don't I don't know how if you've read much about auditing. They basically, it's almost like an interrogation or something is from what I've read. I may be, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like all the members have to go through this crap where they go sit in a room and have to talk about their lives and stuff, you know, and it's it's more like an interrogation than a pleasant therapy type experience or something, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I really don't know a lot about Scientology other than just what's on the cover of tabloids while I'm standing at a checkout stand about whatever Tom Cruise and fucking John Travolta have done lately. That's weird. You know, like that's as far as my knowledge. I know that like, wasn't, was it L. Ron Hubbard? Is that him or is that? Yeah. It was started. Yeah. Yeah. It started by a fucking science fiction writer. You know, like, I actually bought Dianetics at like a Goodwill bookstore, kind of interested to to read it or whatever. So uh, I won't be joining Scientology, but I am interested in where it came from and the fact that it came from a sci-fi writer. Just it's fucking yeah, the fact that it has it's another one that has a belief in extraterrestrials or yeah. that we are extra, extraterrestrial is just weird. It's is happy weird. science just the the like Asian version that's better of Scientology? <laughs> and of course, Scientology has you know harassed former members and threatened people. And I think isn't the wife of the leader like freaking missing or something? Yeah. I can't remember something Nobody about that, but I don't know all the details. Yeah. I, I feel like I slightly remember something about that and then obviously some ex-members have you know said that they were raped and there's pedophilia and you know a lot of levels of the usual culty things and yeah and and that tom cruise is their jesus figure is says a lot to me you know i think well i feel like i read something the other day that john travolta may even be leaving scientology and that's kind of just uh, that's a shocker to me for him to have been in it so long but i guess he's upset since his wife died 
and uh, might be leaving finally. But anyway, like a lot of things that I've that I've seen lately with the amount of uh, you know press, uh, and I, I don't want to get political at all, obviously, but just child you know human trafficking things like that it feels like a lot of these a lot of these groups and cults and religions and politics politicians you can't do that shit no more you're not going to be protected the internet has brought everything out there is <laughs> you know and i feel like this shit ain't going to stand anymore and it's and it's a good thing i think there's also just as many positives there is about people not being silent anymore about things like that. There's obviously the flip side of that. And this is, you know, there's literally bajillions of false information, you know, different articles and whatever that, that just aren't going to be true either. So on one side, I'm happy that, you know, cults and things like that wouldn't be able to prosper nearly as much these days. Um, And then obviously less people being affected mentally or physically or sexually by it but you know again i'm a little bit of, i'm a little bit of scared of the internet at this point <laughs> yeah um so that's all i really have to say about scientology yeah they're kind of similar to happy science with the weird ass beliefs but they're a little bit more on the sinister side and that's kind of like i, I just don't want to touch on that because honestly also, I'm I'm a little bit scared of Scientology because I feel like there, there's a lot of people with a lot of power and influence yeah. in Scientology. So I don't want to do an in-depth episode about Scientology because I feel like I could get, you know, screwed over on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't have any shout outs for this week. I've, I've repeated some of the same ones over and over again. So y'all don't need to hear that. And if you're a podcaster and you want to trade shout outs or something and you whatever then contact me and we'll we'll work that out um hey bonna in la yeah hey bonna oh is alex listening to it i don't know he was at one point uh okay i think he mentioned when we talked about him before like way a while ago maybe about the jugs or whatever but (laughs) i I remember he mentioned that that he had listened Yeah, I don't know if he still listens or not. But Alex, yeah, hi if you're listening. Um, and I know Nancy isn't because. <laughs> yeah. Because I know Nancy. her. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll have try to have some more next time. I can't guarantee they're going to be happy because most of them aren't. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for helping out and co-hosting. Yeah. Woo woo. Later. Talk hard.